Hello and welcome to episode 8, Two Brews in a Pod with Mike and Crystal Moan. Welcome, welcome, welcome all. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. It's hurting my throat. <laughs> she had to prepare for that. She had to be like, wait, wait, don't start yet. My voice isn't raspy enough yet. Now it's all don't messed start up. Yet. Now it's all messed up. I just don't. had to. <laughs> Hello. Hello and welcome back to episode 8 of Two Brews in a Pod. You know, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Special guests, Martha and Denise. <laughs> How you doing, Frankie? <laughs> oh, man. It's been a while, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, yeah. Welcome back to the show. Uh, welcome back, guys. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to chime in, too. Martha, you know. Yeah. I gotta stop. Ma- <laughs> get delusional martha martha moan <laughs> hey how you doing martha moan imagine if you really had someone in your family named martha moan and we're just like sitting here imagine there's i do have an aunt martha but her last name is not moan oh i do have an aunt martha does she sound like that she too? doesn't sound like that oh my you've god that would have been really fucked up you've met her i have yes i've met a lot of people at uh <laughs> you've met her at a funeral well uh, that's funerals. a way to meet someone it's a hell of a way to meet Anyways. extended family. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Ding, ding, ding. ding Starting ding, over. Ding. Hello and welcome. <laughs> your dad wanted the music credit, so give your dad the credit. <laughs> we are giving the credit to Mr. Joe Moan uh, for the ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't understand. Okay, so... <laughs> You guys are going to hear this on a recording, but man, the way that sounded in my headset was just a ding, ding, ding. It was just so good. It's so good. I kind of just, I like talking in different voices. I just think it's funny. There, <laughs> she had this grand idea to start today's show, you know, welcome to two brews and a I pie. just thought it was funny. I was like, imagine if I started it like that and then I did. Because I was like, fuck it, play, let's go. That shit was gold. And I, just, I don't care. I just, it just that came was... out. It will come out a lot on this episode. It will. I need a coaster. Go, please go get a coaster. I can't give you this one. All right. You hold the fort. I will be. Right don't back. worry. Me and Martha have got this. You better hurry up, though. I don't know where the coasters are in this house. I don't live here. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, I don't know. I just came up with this, like, voice. To, I don't know, sometimes I break out in different accents and voices. I don't know. I have a lot of fun with it. Mr. Grammar is here. Um, but yeah, so our show today, it's going to be a fun one. It, I know it's been a while since we have recorded an episode, so we do apologize about that. Oh yeah, I forgot about those coasters. Mike brought back the coasters that I actually made as wedding gifts for our, our guests. So... <laughs> That's what she said. That's really wet. <laughs> oh, man. But Mike was traveling. We had, we just had a crazy May. And I know we've talked. <laughs> Mike is now cleaning <laughs> my brand new table off that is now soaking wet from his beer. Now he's cleaning it with his shirt. And it looks like he pissed all over the front of his shirt. Is that dry? I don't want to. I don't fucking know. Well, fe- it's fine. You know that you could like actually touch it and see if it's still no, wet. No, my phone is all wet now. Well, there's a whole lot of whining going on here, and I just don't. I'm not here for that. Uh, 
I'm currently not here for it. So this is bullshit. <laughs> this is this is bullshit. He's just a baby. Um, this is so, so yeah. Silly. So like I was saying before, May was a crazy month, and I know we've talked about that. But you know, Mike's parents came, and then like literally a few days after they left, Mike went to Chicago with his brother, and he's going to talk about that a little bit. But you know, last week it's just like it's been like crazy the last couple of weeks that we just needed. We needed a moment. Yeah, so um, our plan was our plan that. was um, two weeks ago we wanted to do a show before I left, but we never got around to it. And I then wanted- we wanted to do a show um, with uh, Crystal and Amanda. Amanda. It was going to be like an all-girl show, but Amanda had to work, so that didn't work out so well for us. Uh, yeah, I think she... I'm pretty sure you guys didn't want to just listen to me talking the whole time to the dog. Because that's, that's literally what the, the episode would have oh, been. Oh, he's just a baby. He's just, he's just a baby. He's just mama's baby. Um, but Amanda couldn't do it. We couldn't really find anyone. So we were like, you know what? We just scrapped this week. And then mm-hmm. last week, um, we had a very unique opportunity last week. Because... For the first time we've been, in forever. We've been going... So I work all week. Crystal works all week. And then during the weekends is our time to like unwind, do the show, and then hang out with each other, hang out, you know, do, you know, stuff around the neighborhood or whatever, or just, just hang at home by the pool, whatever. But we haven't been able to do that in a while. A long time. It's Um, been weeks. Because she, she, you traveled to New York. I went to Chicago. Mm. Um, The week before that, we, my parents were here. So we were running around like crazy. We also went to Florida in the beginning we of went, May. I mean, yeah, and we went to Florida, right? So <laughs> it was just like, it was just crazy. And it was just one of those unique opportunities where I got home from work and I was like, holy shit, we have no fucking plans this weekend. Yeah. So it was nice. Last week, we literally just did nothing. And it felt really good. And it was we nice. We definitely needed to recuperate from just... All the traveling and having people, and it, it was just a lot over the last couple of weeks, which is very unusual for us. We don't normally travel like crazy or have people visiting at the same time, and yeah, it was it's a, not normally just, like that for us. It was just a really big cluster <laughs> of just all kinds of events. May was insane. May in the beginning of June was insane. Yeah, and now we have a bit of a break for a little bit until we have our friends. Our friend is coming to visit. Kelly, Kelly, and yeah, Kelly will be joining us in July. Yep. But you know, the, I mean, we had such a marquee episode when Mom and Dad were here, and it was one of those like staple episodes. Like people yeah. were waiting to have one of our sets of parents on mm-hmm. the show, and we were finally able to because they were finally here. We, we really were finally wanted able to, do to get that them on in Florida, but we were flying, so that was not. Oh an yeah, option. that wasn't going to work out. But you yeah. know, Mom and Dad were here. In person, I'm and it just sure we'll it made get my the mom show. On here for her to t- torture my life and tell us stories about I don't all know. the times that she scared me. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, those yeah. Those I've are heard, some. I've heard some of those stories that are fantastic. My mom I, is the best, but she's such a jokester, and I'm so traumatized from it. She <laughs> at any at stories. any point in time, like she she has she has put me out in the world with the intention of scaring Crystal for her <laughs> personal amusement. <laughs> She's and great. basically all she said was, well, you'll you'll love it. So just make sure you come back with a with a good story. And I, you know, every there time were, there were a few times every time. But I but but it was just 
we had such a big review of that show. We've had so many people come to us to be like, I'm so happy to hear the show with your parents. And, you know, finally we get to hear like, you know, where you came from or, and they were like, I don't know what the hell was going on with your dad. He was on some next level <laughs> shit. And this is coming from people who've known him for level. years. And, um, it was really nice. It's because he's a Sag like me. I got a text we're message very, from. We're um, very over the top sometimes. Well, yeah, you get yeah. You guys but are you guys are, you guys are really fun when you're together. Oh, you yeah. and Dad, you, you oh, guys yeah. get. We yeah. talk. We we sat there talking about art for like what almost an hour and a half, two hours, just about art and different stuff, and then people watching. I don't know. We're. My yeah. dad. Hey, my dad is a very cultured individual, but he doesn't. Re- he doesn't really show it. Unless he's like I in the right atmosphere. I used to love when we lived in New York and would go to your house and it would just be like me and dad sitting in the kitchen talking about literally everything. You guys, you did that a lot too when you were over the, the Moan house. Oh yeah. yeah. You did a lot. I, sometimes you'd be going downstairs and I'd still be upstairs talking to your dad. Just yeah. how I rolled. I like talking to him. It was funny though. Cause I got a, I got a text message from um, Max who actually I'll talk to him. I'll talk about him in a bit. Cause he was the one I met in Chicago. I got a text message from Max. He had just listened to the episode. Him and his fiance just listened to it. Oh. He just texted me. It was like the next day. Like the next day <laughs> oh, that we posted the episode. Wait, you didn't tell me this. Um, yeah, so he, he texted me and he's like, man, it's like, it's it's so surreal to see. And he, it's so surreal to hear dad in vacation mode. Yeah. Because when he's in vacation <laughs> mode, it's just a whole nother level. Yep. You know what I mean? He's like me when I'm in vacation mode. Yeah, this it's got it's a got that, whole it's a different big, level of person. It's just a big ball of energy, mm-hmm. you know. We had it was so it was a fun. lot of fun, a yeah. lot of fun. But yeah, I mean, we've been gone for two weeks from the show, and um, but I mean, the last show we did, we didn't leave you with a bummer. Like right. that was no, like absolutely. that was like a marquee, yeah. you know, waiting episode. So it was a great episode. We needed some time to cool down. It was and, great. So good. It was it was very good. Um. So yeah. So so we. Uh, I amuse myself. This is what happens because Mike... Okay, so I I get to work from the comfort of my own home, which is amazing, and it's such an amazing opportunity that I'm still able to do that. But Mike goes to work, so a lot of times I'm either talking to the dog or myself, and these are the voices I come up with. And I just have fun with it because sometimes Mike is away at work or he's working nights and I'm by myself. And I talk to the dog in different voices. So you're he seems me, to like it. You're telling me that you actually talk to Graham like this. Sometimes. <laughs> Come here, Graham. Leave him alone. He's, what are you no, doing? No, 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 no. He's finally relaxed. Let's leave him out of the conversation. Yeah, I just took him out for a walk. He's <clears throat> he's done for a while now. Can you shut the fan off for a little? It's kind of cold. And I have long sleeves on. I don't know what's going on with me. Well, my hair is wet. That's why. It is... Balls hot in Louisiana. This episode of Two Brews in a Pot <clears throat> is sponsored by Louisiana Heat. Yeah, seriously? We, okay. You know, I don't know if anyone's looked at the, the weather app or anything lately or, like, watched the news and saw, like, oh, the mid the Midwest and the Southwest, you know, whatever. They're all getting a heat wave. Yeah, okay. Well, the heat wave came last week and has not fucking left. And I'm annoyed because... Usually it's not so bad. Like usually it's hot, but like it's hot right now. But the heat index is like fifteen to twenty degrees hotter. It's not. It's not even officially summer yet. No, and it's brutal already. It's fine. Those are fine to get wet. 
That's the whole purpose of those. I know, but the way that this thing is freaking... Yeah, why is it, like, melting? Yeah. It's weird. Um, So, like, it'll be 90 degrees on the weather app, but it, the real feel is 112. Like, what the fuck? See, that's... I've, I've been, I was saying this the other day. If you're outside and it says that it, it's 97 degrees outside... It's not. But it feels like 100 and fucking holy hell out. <laughs> Guess what? The temperature outside is not 97. It's holy hell. Yeah. That's the temperature outside. I don't understand this feels like thing. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. I mean, the humidity is is outrageous, but the fact of the matter oh, is... They, that makes it 100 times worse. Yeah. The worst is when it's humid and the heat index is like 112. So basically it's 120. It's just fucking insane. Best part is, is I, I get to work in that. Yeah, I know. Most I'm of the sorry. Time. Sometimes Mike comes home. He's like, don't even hug me. I'm drenched. I'm like, okay. Enough said. Love yeah. you. Goodbye. <laughs> Immediately shed my clothing and go into the shower. Like no, like barely a kiss hello. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's been like that for a couple weeks now. Yeah. At least two, the last two weeks it's been like that. We get a heat wave and then it just never leaves. Mm. Although, Louisiana. although when I took him to the vet the other day on what was that thursday yeah after that pouring rain it was actually it was still humid out but it was significantly cooler outside like it was oddly cool it was in the 70s at that point i was cold it bothers me it was weird i don't know it bothers me though because like you're in the sun <clears> and you're you can't stand in the sun you can't stand you can't, even I know. standing you're I, sweating i want to go to the, the pool tomorrow but if it's you, supposed to be like 99 tomorrow which means it's gonna be like 120 out we're not even gonna be out there for 10 minutes and be like melted onto well, the ground the, the problem is though when you sit in the shade it's kind of nice yeah the shade feels good yeah it's like really but the air quality has been really bad i don't know it, it just you know welcome well, welcome to louisiana in the summer this is what it was like last year I've been sweating my ass off with a girl in Louisiana. <laughs> no, is that really the word? No, that? no, I didn't think so. Met her on the highway. <clears throat> my thoughts were still with her. Clearly, we've gone to an LSU game. Operator, would you put me on through? Got a semi love, love down, down to Baton Rouge. Hurry up, won't you put her on the line? Gotta talk, talk to, to my, my girl just one more time. time. It's like a huge song at an LSU ba- uh, football game. I don't know if they do that baseball. Probably not. Who was it that did that concert at Tiger Stadium? Was it Garth Brooks? Was it Garth Brooks? I, I can't know. remember if it was Look Garth it Brooks. Look it up. Or, yeah. So, crazy story before Mike gets into his Chicago trip. Um, we were <laughs> pretty sure it was Garth Brooks, babe. So, I'm looking it up right now. Um... Louisiana, LSU is, like, huge here. Huge. Um, Mike and I have had the privilege to... He's gone to a baseball game. We didn't have the privilege to go this year, but we did go to a football game, an LSU football game, and it was... It was Garth Brooks. I I knew it. Yeah. And it was just amazing. But they have specific songs that they sing every single football game, and the entire stadium sings the songs. So if you don't know it, like, you'll look weird, you know? So Mike and I started. We looked weird. We did because we didn't really know it until we got there, and we're like, "Oh shit, this is like real!" Like people are no joke about this song. So we did learn them, and they wound up being some of our favorite songs to sing. Um, um on the fly. One of the <laughs> one of the greatest football experiences that I've ever had. I've seen uh, I've seen a lot of good football games live, a lot of NFL games. We've gone to a lot of games. Yeah, high school games like when I was in high school and stuff. 
uh, North Rockland always had a good football team when I was when I was in school, and um, those were always exciting. And but I, I'll tell you what, the best football experience that I've ever had was being at Tiger Stadium. That you know the it's a whole different environment. It's just Sorry, the, ca- I'm trying to the capacity. Lay down, um, baby. It's built like a, a legit coliseum. There's no gaps or anything, and it's just built for football. It's not built to be a commercial like you know commercialized thing. So, um, you know, just because of that, like the game itself is just so exciting. It's just, it's just unreal. It's a lot of fun. But, uh, a couple but weeks the ago, the crowd is loud and I can only imagine. So you have a, you have a country concert. So and they you had sing a country the, concert the for Garth Brooks at LSU stadium at Tiger stadium. The theme song of Baton Rouge. Literally, he started singing the theme, the theme song for Baton Rouge and they measured an earthquake. Because everyone was stomping to it. Yeah. What was the earthquake at? Like one point something? Yeah, they they Which they is registered. just insanity, though. Like, think about that. An entire stadium of people it started was, an earthquake. Yeah, when I when I heard that, I was like, you know, I'm not surprised. Because that game we were at... And that was crazy. So I can only imagine what it's like at a Garth Brooks concert where they're singing a song about Baton Rouge in Baton Rouge at Tiger Stadium. It doesn't say the specific size oh, that they measured, bef- but you said uh, it before. But it just says that it was registered on a seismograph. So Which I mean, is insanity. That's crazy. Yeah, but speaking of um, games, Mike had the opportunity to go to a game because I got you and Max tickets for. Yeah, that was your first time there too at Wrigley. So here's so here's how this. Okay, so <clears throat> so we had these plans for uh, months, right? And it was just so random. Max, he texted me out of nowhere. It was just I remember when he out of nowhere. Um, hey, so uh, there's a wrestling event happening in Chicago, and I think we should go. It's Hell in a Cell. You know, it's and you know I, I know that we've always wanted to go to it and stuff, but we never had the opportunity. But now that we make adult money now, I think that you and I should meet up. And Max lives in New York. I live in Louisiana, mm-hmm. right? I think we should meet up in Chicago. I think we should go to this event. This was just out of nowhere conversation months ago. And I was like, oh, I don't know, you know, but I didn't, blah, blah, blah. And then I looked at the tickets. The tickets are cheap. Then I looked at the tickets for the event. They were pretty good priced. I was like, ah, uh, you know what? Just, you know, fuck it. So that's how it started. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was just like up and down, like, oh, when, when do you want to buy these tickets? Do you want to wait a little bit? Blah, blah, blah. It was just months of just unsure things and then i found we found tickets that um it they lined up perfectly yeah they lined up per- like like well, i was scheduled to land in o'hare at like 12 o'clock and mm-hmm. he was scheduled to land at o'hare at like 12 well, 40 when i was looking at the tickets um i knew that he was landing at 12 something so i was like oh this would be perfect for you to go at that time because then you wouldn't even have to like wait that long for him yeah i mean i met him i met him at his gate and honestly, like I got off the plane, I walked over, I, I saw where his gate was and I walked over there and I only waited there for like 20 minutes before his plane landed, his plane got came in to the gate. So yeah, it just, it worked out, it worked out really well. And then, uh, I think the, I think the craziest part about that whole situation was that whole trip Max and I were relying on, like we, so we didn't rent, we didn't rent a car. And we didn't have any sh- like shuttle service or anything set up, so right. our whole plan was 
that whole weekend to use uh, Uber and Lyft. But that was just freaking... It was, it was helpful, but it was unreliable at times. That's the only downside. But here's the thing, though. If you... Okay, if you were to go to the airport and rent a car do you know how much that is now like it's insane because during covid a lot of those rental companies sold off their cars to keep the business running which makes sense so they had to buy new cars so they had to replace that money situation so now they and plus with gas prices i don't know it's just fucking insanity to rent a car for a week it's over a thousand dollars even in november when we went home for the wedding I looked it up. A small fucking car, like the car that we drove around that we were fortunate enough that, you know, our families had a car for us to use. Able to use, yeah. But that, it was a car like that, and it was going to cost us over $1,000 for a couple days. Yeah, fuck that. (laughs) Which is insane. Um, so. So, Mike wanted to go to Houston for his birthday. By the way, guys, make sure you text Mike on Tuesday the 21st because it's Mike's birthday. Stop it. Um, But anyways, so for Mike's birthday, he originally wanted to go to Houston and see a Mets game, which I would have loved to have done, but it's on a Tuesday. There were no games for the weekend, for this weekend for us to go. So it kind of didn't work out in our favor. We can't just take off in the middle of the week. He can't take off in the middle of the week. We have no one to watch Gramps. So it's like... It wasn't going to work out. So then when I was like, oh, he's going to Chicago, I was like, uh, he's like, oh, we might go hit up a baseball game. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy your tickets for your birthday since we can't go to the Houston game. So Mike and Max got to go to Wrigley Field. I think my tickets that I got you were pretty good. They were slamming good. Slamming good. Because they were row one. <laughs> so, here's, so, here's, so here's the deal about that. So we so we got into the airport. Um, by the time we were all settled and we got done with our hellos and shit, and um, we it was like 1 o'clock. And the game, so the Cubs were playing at home, but it was a doubleheader. So they had a game mm-hmm. earlier. <clears throat> Their second game was at like 6.15 yeah. or something like that. So we had a very unique opportunity. Mm-hmm. So... We took an Uber to the hotel, which was extremely close to the airport, which was nice. It was only like maybe a 10, 15 minute drive from the airport. And we were very fortunate because the woman at the desk was very nice. And we were like, listen, you know, we want to check in. It was it was really it was early. It was like a couple hours early to check in. Yeah, because I think your check in time was like three. Yeah. So we got yeah. We By the time we got there, it was like one thirty. So it was pretty early. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought, like, they had a nice bar restaurant in there. So I was like, if anything, we could have just went in there and just yeah, definitely waited. But she was really nice. She was like, you know what? I, I, have, I have a room for you guys. I saw that you guys. I booked this hotel again. I booked it way in advance. Way in advance. So um, she was really nice. And we, they let us into the room early and stuff. So we were getting ready and stuff. We were planning it out. And our plan was, our plan was to go, um, which actually we did. Yeah, we did. That Saturday, we went from the hotel to the tattoo shop. On Saturday? On Saturday. So I thought you went but we, over to by Wrigley. Well, no. Well, no. So we went to the tattoo shop first because it was like kind of on the way. Okay. So we Keep went. Keep the meter running. No, no we didn't even do that. We had the Uber guy drop us off. By the time we were done at the tattoo shop, we didn't get tattooed Saturday, though. So we went in and we told them what we wanted to do and stuff. 
Because Max and I always wanted to do something together. Well, you you guys still have something planned together. We, yeah, we but still have, have a matching one. But yeah, but Max, yeah. you got to come back here. Got to get your ass here. Yeah, get that done. So we went over there and we got we got our plans done for Sunday. Mm-hmm. And by the time we were done with that, we only had just like I don't know. It was like three thirty, four o'clock by the time we were done with that. Mm-hmm. So we were like, this is perfect. There was never a time, there was never a time in Chicago where we had to rush. Which is so nice. Even in the airports. It was excellent. You know, it well, was, we I didn't have we any rushing Well, I think we that out really well for yeah. when you guys were leaving and all that, so. Right. And that's the thing, like, we had stuff, like, we did stuff in Chicago we weren't planning on doing. Mm-hmm. And even doing that stuff, we were never time constrained. It was never an issue. Anyway, so we go from the tattoo shop to Wrigley. Now, Wrigley Field, I didn't know. I don't know about Wrigley Field. Yeah, that was your first time. It was my first time. Both of Max's you, right? first time. Yeah, I was like we've say, never been there. We don't know what I'm it's so like jealous. over there. I wanted to go, but we, I just couldn't. It's so nice. It's such a nice old. We'll have to go back stadium. one day. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I would love to go back. I want to go try deep dish, but you go on. So. We get to Wrigley Field and how it's set up is, and it's still like it's still like an hour and a half to two hours before game time at this point. Mm-hmm. So we had some time. I figured because the first game had just ended while we were on our way there. Mm-hmm. First game ended, so I knew it was going to be crowded, people coming out, and then people going in. But I, what I didn't know about Wrigley Field, is that it sits in the center of like. It's not downtown Chicago, but it's like... Um, yeah, I was surprised you guys didn't go to the Bean and like take a really cool picture. We didn't have time for that. Was that, it like further out? I don't, was, I don't it was know further, where it is. It was further downtown I've Chicago, Chicago, so I've never really... Yeah, it was It was where. quite a... And it would have been an expensive Uber trip just to yeah, go. I and I wanted to flick it. I just wanted to flick the Bean. You're, That's all I wanted. I just wanted a video Michael of me Moan. just... Boop, just giving a little... Um, just be like, hey, I found it. You know? Just, You're ridiculous. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Wrigley Field is right in the center of, like, they call it Wrigleyville, and surrounding the stadium, all around Wrigley, Wrigleyville, Wrigleyville, interesting, and all around the stadium is, like, a bunch of bars, shops, and stuff like that, and they, for the games, they have to, they have to, because it's so crowded, people walking around the bars and everything, that area, they have to close those streets off. So oh, it's like I didn't know it's that. like a giant block party all around oh, Wrigley cool. Field. And it was you know, it, they were playing the Cardinals, so it, that's a rivalry game for the Cubs. So it was just a lot of people, plus it was a doubleheader. So we had people coming out of the first mm-hmm. game and then we had people going into the second game and just it was just like full of fans and uh, there was all kinds of music and shit. It was wild. And I haven't been in that atmosphere since. I think the last time I felt like that was being in old Nyack back oh, wow. in, when we were like in our early twenties. Oh wow! Back when it was Listen, like, don't date us. I'm still in my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> Are you now? Sweetheart. I used to be. I used to be one. I used to be one. <laughs> Sorry. Rip. Go on, babe. Um. So. We had time to kill, and our thing was we were hungry. Like, we were pretty fucking hungry at this point. So our goal was to find deep dish pizza. 
And let me tell you, there were three pizza places that we stopped at around Wrigley. None of them had deep dish pizza there. Which is so weird to me. It was crazy to think, you know, we're in like one of the one of the top uh, tourist place areas in Chicago and there were n- no pizza places that had deep dish. So weird. If, if, hey, listen, if anyone's listening to this and they know Chicago and they know about it, like, let me know. Maybe we missed it, but I actually, one of the pizza places had New York-style pizza. No, they didn't. It was. I mean, it was decent pizza. It wasn't like, <laughs> listen, it wasn't New York-style pizza, but it was like, you know, pretty decent. But we eventually just gave up and just ate there before the game. But we were like, you know what, let's stop in this bar and see if they have food yeah so we went in this bar and it was a sports bar restaurant that's Mm -hmm. what it said sports bar restaurant but when we walked in crystal it was like it was like going to D and d's on a saturday night jesus and they had like five bartenders the you couldn't walk through the place it was jammed and I've, like I said, I've never, I haven't felt that way since I was younger and like in, Nyack, in party, party mode. Yeah. And I just felt so old. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I got, I got to, and I got to, I got to tell you though, oh, the people D&D. that were there weren't older. They weren't younger than, like, there was a lot of people who were like my age or older. But the way that the crowd was, I was like, I don't belong here. <laughs> My back is aching just being help, in here. Help. But help. It, no, it was fun. Well, we went to the game. The seats were absolutely amazing. We sat on the third base side. We got to see everything. The Ivies and stuff. The crowd around us, they were really cool. You know, very into it. Like I said, it was a rivalry game. I so didn't realize that when I bought the tickets. I didn't realize it until I was there. And I was like, wait. I was like, they're in the same division motorcycle i was like what is that noise well that might be no no it's not it, no it's not nick it's probably david um, but uh but yeah so our seats were great we sat in the front row sat in the front row we saw literally everything you know and it was nice because it was like kind of rainy that day but our seats were like underneath like there was i'm glad because that's what i was worried about if it was gonna like rain on you guys it was a lot it was a lot of fun, and we drank a lot of beer. And I expect nothing less. The fun part about that, I mean, the game was good. It went into extra innings, like extra baseball. It was so awesome. And uh, I got to see Albert Pujols, you know, again. Uh, last time I saw him, he had a grand slam to beat the Mets in extra innings. That was years ago, but I haven't seen him since, and he's such a legend. I got to see him one more time. So that was really nice. And... uh Got to see Wrigley. Got to see the vine, you know, the the vine uh, around the outfield and stuff. And it was just, it was just great. It was just a great atmosphere. And the thing was, we were in Chicago to see Hell in a Cell. But this when was a we were side at thing. Max, turned to me at one point during the game and was like, "Can you believe this is a side quest for us? Mm-hmm. This feels like the reason we're here." Like, it was just off the bat. Well, that's why I got you the tickets that I got you, because I wanted you to have the best time possible. We had we had such a good time at Wrigley Field. And, and like, like I said, the people over there, they were, they were so much fun to be with and stuff. Mm-hmm. We get out of the game, okay? And it was an extra inning game, so it was a little bit later. And we stopped over at um, this bar restaurant, which you questioned me on. 
because I used <laughs> I used our joint account card. So you were like, like what the fuck are you like, buying at a smoke shop? Yeah, what are you buying at a smoke shop? And I was, I was like, like a smoke shop. I was like, what I didn't use fuck? my card. So I looked I looked in my account and I, I was I looking at the charges. Laughing. The place was called Smoke Daddy. So I thought it was a smoke <laughs> shop, and I was like, "The fuck is he buying for that much it was, money?" It was in Chicago. It was a bar. It was a barbecue bar place, <laughs> but it was called Smoke Daddy. And I went on to see it if was, like, that was really our f- bills came out, and I was like, "What the fuck did he buy?" That was really funny. That I was, was like, a- "How much money did he just fucking spend at a smoke shop?" So I texted him, <laughs> and he was like. No, babe, that's the name of the restaurant. I was like, oh, shit, my bad. I was wondering why it was so much money for a smoke shop. Well, dude, she was questioning it because it was so much. Yeah, you know, because like, him and I, him and I both had food and we had a bunch of drinks there, so it came out to like oh, yeah. six bucks. Oh yeah, and I mean, it bucks. was it was totally fine, but it was just one of those things because questioning. Like, well, why are you spending sixty something <laughs> fucking dollars at a smoke shop? What the hell when are you buying? You're in fucking Chicago. What the fuck are you buying? But also, it was the fact that like. You know, when you travel, you have to make sure you keep track of shit and whatever. So after he had came home, I had I said, make sure you go through all the charges and make sure everything was what you have and you still have your card and like, because when you travel, you just don't know. Fucking a, that was that was a. What that are you buying at a smoke shop? <laughs> what are you buying a I was smoke like, shop? That's that much fucking money. Shop. I don't remember. Was I that drunk? <laughs> um, and then Mac, we figured Max it and out. I, Max and I were all right. I will say. This is a brew show, so we were pretty schlit at yeah, this point. I figured. So, um, I didn't expect anything less. So we so we left the game. We went over there and had a... To first, the smoke shop. First of all, here's the thing. <laughs> when we got day. out of the game, the moment we got out of the game, I was like, all right, let me see. Let me go on Uber mm-hmm. and set up a ride, and then we'll, we'll find somewhere near the hotel and eat, or we'll eat at the hotel bar. Right. That was our plan. Uber ended up being like over, it was like a hundred and twenty something dollars just to go a, back, a, which is insane for a twenty minute ride. It was barely twenty minutes. I know. From Wrigley it's like to thirty dollars from like Daytona area back to my right uh, the house for my and brother, that's, that's and that's over on, an hour trip. No, that's about an hour. No, it's not from Daytona. F- from that my parents' that house to had? Daytona. No. Oh, I'm an idiot. I'm thinking of. I'm you thinking went, we of. We were in uh, Orlando. Orlando. I'm thinking of Orlando. <laughs> no, when my brother takes like Uber, he says it's about thirty bucks, and I'm like, when I when we were there, I was like, why would you spend that when I could just fucking drive you and pick you up after? Well, I think how it, save yourself I think, thirty bucks. I think how it works is the time of the. They're allowed the to. Time. So Uber, I don't know if Lyft is, but I know that I'm pretty sure that Uber is allowed to up their rates for specific times or if it's an area where there's like a lot of action going on, they can up their rates per hour or per mile or however they work it. So, well, that also forced me to download the Lyft app. Mm-hmm. I downloaded the Lyft app in a in a bar at Wrigleyville yeah. because I could not find an Uber that, that was, was under $100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, And you guys were going to take the train, but it would have taken you over an hour to get home i mean listen back. it was saturday night it was saturday night it was in you know you have to drive in wrigleyville and that shit is busy you know what i mean i get it and i i understood lyft ended up being cheaper so we ended up taking that but like before, half the price i think before i figured out before i had the genius idea to not use an uber i was like you know what let's go into smoke daddy let's eat let's wait a little <laughs> bit before let, let, let the crowd die down right after Smoke Daddy, we went out and I checked Uber again. It was still expensive, so I was like, "Let's, you know, take the train." 
And the train, it would have taken us like two and a half, three hours to get to the hotel using trains. It was cheap, but it was also at this point, it was like midnight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, like on train that late. It was past midnight at this point, I think. But anyway, so, and it was also nighttime around Wrigley Field. So it was like not a very great area to be in at night. So I'm going to go get water. I forgot my water. Um, so okay all right keep going i i will will. (laughs) um so uh graham 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 Uh uh-uh come here come this way don't jump on the chair come here sorry guys there you go good boy um, so that area was a little bit sketchy at night, but at the same time, you know, it wasn't, I never felt, um, like threatened or anything like that. I never felt like I had to be like strapped or nothing. It wasn't like that. I'm also living near New Orleans, so I can't really say anything, <clears throat> anything bad about it, but Chai Town was good. Um, but anyway, um, we duck into this bar and I forgot the name of the bar. I think it's like Murphy's or something like that or Murray's. I can't remember, but it was, like, one of those, like, very famous bars around Wrigley Field. And, yeah, it, it was, um, like, we hung out in there for a couple hours. And we met a bunch of bunch of people. We met some people. I guess that's, like, the bar that everyone that works at Wrigley Field. Because we met a bunch of people who works, who work, like, concessions and stuff at Wrigley Field. So that was really cool. So, you know, we drank with them and hung out there for a little bit. By the time we got back to the hotel, it was really late. And uh, Max, I mean, the moment he hit the bed, it was he was just he was out like a light. Mm-hmm. But uh, second mommy moves, he has to move too, huh? Oh yeah, he he <laughs> he. So so you missed it. So he tried to he looked at your chair, and he was thinking if I jump, I can jump down on this chair. And I was like, nope, don't do it. Good job. Um, Sorry that so, so that was our Saturday. Our Sunday started pretty decently. Like we slept in, but we had to. We had an appointment at the tattoo shop at one o'clock. So we uh, we got up, got ourselves ready. Wait, that's a fun story. What is the tattoo? Okay. Because we're gonna we're gonna talk about this for a second. So, sorry, I'm trying to get him to go lay back down. What the hell? I don't know. What the fudge? Why does it sound like that? I don't know. That was weird. Don't Anyways, mess with it. it's the wire. I can't not move. I'll try it again. Touch it again. It's being weird. Anyways. All right. So. I say to Mike, what the hell is going on with that wire? I can't even, like, move my leg. All right. Anyways. Well, Crystal's going to go offline for a second. Um, so, uh. Sorry. Hold on a second. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Emotional damage. I think that's better. Way better. Oh, there we go. Okay, cool. 
All right, I guess I need a new XLR cable. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. I touched, I literally just touched the wire and it started freaking out. Um, so anyways, so I said to Mike, well, what are you going to get? Well, I don't know. What should I get? And we're, we're going back and forth about it, right? And then you can go talk about the tattoo. We could talk about what happened after. What happened after the tattoo? Yeah, your text message after. Oh. Uh-huh. In our group chat. Anyway. So we're talking about that today. We're in the tattoo shop. Now this, this tattoo shop, it was the tat cave was, was the name of it. And, um, the guy that runs is actually, um, the son of the guy who opened it really chill guy. And he was tattooing me and Max and, uh, they have a strict policy there that if you smell like weed, you're not allowed in the shop, get out of the shop. Interesting. So we're in there and, um, Max had just gotten done. Uh, with his mm-hmm. and um you know i'm he, i'm being prepped for mine and this group walks in and they just reek of weed Reefer. they just reek and like the girl that worked there her she was i guess she was a little stuffy or something cause she didn't smell it, but i me and max both smelled it and we were just like it wasn't our place to say anything but this owner was like oh you have an appointment today yeah get the fuck out of my shop Get out of my shop right now. I, I like, didn't oh, know shit. that. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, this is this was just like a side thing. And um, they were like, you know, attitude like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Eventually, the person who was smelling like it, I mean, they knew who they were, but they were playing it off like we didn't do anything, blah, blah, blah. But eventually, they were just like, you know what? That person ended up leaving, and they ended up getting done what they had to get done, except for that person. But... Well, it was interesting. Like, it Lesson was just learned. like, it was just like, I've never seen such a, like, strict, like, because he was such a cool owner until that happened. He has rules about his and own shop. And then he was just like, you need to get get out of my shop right now. Get the fuck out. I was like, all right. Okay. He, he was a really, he was a really chill dude, though. But anyway, so we, we get the tattoos, and um, I'll let you go ahead with the... So, with the, we, have a gr- we have a little group chat that we have, and... Um, Mike decides to text the group chat. Now, mind you, Mike was supposed to call me or text me a picture of his tattoo after and show it to me. You know, like, obviously, I want to see it. He didn't tell me where he was getting it before he got it. And he didn't tell me what he was getting. He had an idea, but he wasn't quite sure. Okay. I had the the advantage. <sighs> so this motherfucker decides <laughs> I'm going to text the group chat and say... It's true what they say. Face tattoos. Hold on. Actually, you know what? I'm going to bring it up verbatim <laughs> on our group chat because everyone must hear it. But he, it's something along the lines like it's true what they say. Face tats hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's true what they say about face tattoos. Hold they on, really hurt. The, yeah. Oh, my God. So many of those whatchamacallits. Like memes that you guys send back and forth. Gifts. Sure gifs gifs uh-huh i think the youngins are calling them gifs now wait it's coming up i think june 7th when did you go okay i'm getting to it here we go where where is it doom, doom, doom. Doom, doom, doom. welcome to two brews in a pod this is our welcome to two brews in a pod uh, um that was okay by the way it's true what they say about face tats 
They hurt in capital letters. Manda says, I need a picture. I can't imagine you with a face tat. My response, Michael Joseph, (laughs) Michael Joseph, Benjamin Moan, you did not, didn't answer me. So then I say, (laughs) well, I guess you'll be going to get that removed once you come home. Still said nothing. (laughs) So I said, actually, you know what? I'll go get a teardrop since I'm going to murder you when you come home. May the odds forever be in your favor. Then when he I, literally when I, said when I read that nothing. when I read that I freaking I was on the floor at this point like I was <laughs> losing it Max Max was losing it he couldn't believe Max was like that was a great answer I was I, I was playing it off what about my the face tat oh, I'm gonna go get a teardrop yeah yeah so may the odds forever you, be in your favor mind you at that point I'm like playing some Fortnite and I'm literally messaging back and they're all laughing because I'm like I'm gonna flip the fuck out. So, I don't think you really believed I got a face no. tat though. You knew I was fucking no, with I knew you, he was you, fucking you with went me, along was, with it. For oh the, yeah, yeah, definitely. It was, it was funny. That definitely. Was funny. But then I call Mike, and he won't even look at me. Like on, he only is showing me one side of his face. So now I'm yeah. She fa- she was facetiming me. Now I'm slow. Well, first of all, actually, I called him, and he picked up the phone, and I was like, "Where'd you get your tattoo?" And he's like, I said it, it's on my face. And I was like, no, where the fuck did you get your tattoo? And he wouldn't answer me. And everyone who's playing Fortnite with me, my mic was on. And I didn't give a shit. So I was like, hold up a second. And I pressed the FaceTime thing. And he starts laughing. And I'm like, pick up the FaceTime. So now he's not showing me one side of his face. And now I'm slightly concerned that he actually went through with a face tattoo. Because he knew damn well that that would not be okay. And like it's just not attractive to me at all. Like no, no, you know, diss to anyone else who like loves face face tattoos. I'm just really not into that. So I'm like, what the fuck? And then our meh. plan, our plan was to FaceTime you later with uh, a bandage on my face. Yeah, I would have fucking murdered you. I would have flew to Chicago and fucking murdered you. Graham would have came with. But I, I when I answered the FaceTime, my I had a um, my face turned in, in pro in profile to the phone, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't show her my one side of my face, and I think, like you knew you knew that I wasn't gonna I would never get a face tat, I, like I would never get a face tattoo. I know. You know what I mean? Maybe. But maybe I thought it, maybe drunken state. Like, did he actually just fucking do this? Because now he's not showing me. The worst. The worst I would get is like a neck tat, mm-hmm. but only if it like. Only if it was like coming, like not, like from my shoulder or from my chest coming up, like a little bit. That's fine, but but still. that worst case scenario. But, but you just, knew I would never get one. It was. But so I think funny. when he, when I when you answered that FaceTime and I had my face turned and you wouldn't think, show me your face, I think you had a little bit of a worry at that point. And then like I you said, had "Are you in Target?" Worry. <laughs> oh yeah, we were in Target. I was like, "Are you in Target right now?" So after the tattoo, we went we went directly to the uh, event. That the wrestling thing was going to be. Well, I, I asked him to show me his tattoo and he showed me it's on the back of his arm. But yeah, that um, was really funny, though. Yeah, I had to play along with it for a second because I was like, you know what? But you know what? I think I'm going to go. I think, when you, go I think when you answered that FaceTime, though, like and I had my a part face of turned, me worried a little bit. I think you had a little. Yeah, you had a little because I was like, wait a second, <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill someone <laughs> and I really don't want to face tattoo myself. So, <laughs> but yeah, so then they went to. Crystal getting some street cred. <laughs> I, I don't have the heart to do it anyway, but, and I definitely would not get a tattoo on my face. And the first thing I said to myself is that was really stupid for me to even like give into it, but I was doing it for more for the fact that it was funny to do it. But Mike and I love to watch 
we used to love watching what is it inked or whatever or ink masters that's what it was ink masters ink Master. so when we lived in new york <laughs> we would like binge watch it there would be that, like hours at a time here's the thing about ink master okay just to kind of since you said it we don't watch it because for the validi- validity validity no. of yeah. the tattoos yeah, no. or the validity of the artists or because we know it's a show we watch it for right. the show right it's yeah. a very funny show i don't necessarily like it for like how they criticize tattoos and stuff no yeah no because in because i don't know because if you talk to a, like a like a tattoo artist that's been doing it for a long mm-hmm. time they'll tell you that they don't ink master is not a good show didn't First we know all, someone who was supposed to be on it or, Mick, they, or they turned and they turned Mick it down. Mick was supposed to be on the show. They yeah. they wanted Mick to come on. And Mick, he said Mick no. was Mick is my artist in, in New York. Well, mm-hmm. now he's in New Jersey because his shop his shop closed. I know. I'm so sad because I sent my friends there. Yeah. And now they're like, I don't want to drive all the way to Jersey. But shout out to Mick. 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 He's he's, he's an done awesome wonders artist. with my artwork to put it on Mike's arm as a tattoo. And but they but I such I had an extensive for his art. I had an extensive talk with him about it and. He was telling me like they they've been wanting me to come on the show for a while. They've even they've offered me a bunch of stuff, and every single time they send me a letter, I tell them to go fuck themselves. Like yeah. I don't want to be on that. You know, because you're dribble. sitting there getting criticized for your artwork. It's just, and it, it, but we watched it. I got into that show because of the drama of the show. Like right. it's a that's, reality that's show. That's really why you watch you know it. I mean? You watch reality it's, show it's for trash, drama. It's trash TV with pretty decent artwork. Why do you think I watch Real you know Housewives? I mean? Because it's fucking drama. And it's, it's even stupid. It's even better when it's shitty artwork on that show it's even better oh yeah <laughs> but uh um so yeah so we after the tattoo we went to the venue and um oh wait that's where i lost my train of thought because i said ink masters and then you chimed in so i knew that mike we watched the episodes where like they do the head tattoos and mike's like i could never fucking sit there and have them tattoo my head so Part of me, when I did that FaceTime call, I was like, nah, he's fucking with me. But part of me was kind of a little nervous because he really wouldn't turn his face. And I was like, fuck, is he drunk and really did something stupid? Yeah, I committed to that pretty hard. So at first I was a little, and I was like, no, he's just fucking with me. And then he finally turned his face and they're like, oh, I got you. And I was like, I fucking knew because you always said I'll never fucking get a head tattoo or a face tattoo because you could never. It would give Mm -mm. me a fucking headache. No. Like I couldn't imagine. You know, you can get tattooed hair on your head. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's fucking weird to me. Well, I mean, people have been getting eyebrows, their eyebrows tattooed on. Yeah, that's... um. For people who can't grow. But there's also a thing called... What is it? Mic- micro... Microblading. I wanted to get that done because my eyebrows are so light compared to, like, my hair color. Yeah. Anyways, so Mike went to Hell in a Cell after that whole fiasco, but I just had to chime in about my story with you because I had I had to like lay into you about it. So so we uh, we went to the venue and right next to the first of all, it didn't look like it didn't look like um, the Allstate Arena, yeah, over by O'Hare Airport. It didn't look like an arena; like it looked like. A warehouse building? Yeah, it just, I don't know. That's it like just what I'm scream, imagining It just in my didn't head. scream arena, you know what I mean? Like, it was small. Like, it, it, was, it wasn't very, like, intimidating looking I from the outside. I didn't realize it was small. Um, but right next to it was, like, a shopping center. It was, like, a little outside shops, and it was a Target and um, some stuff. So we just we got there early, and um, 
we walked around Target bullshitting and whatever. And then we ended up walking out and we finally found Deep Dish Pizza. Oh yeah, this is when you guys got deep dish before Hell in a Cell. We we stumbled. I told you we you didn't have even know. To try it while you're there. We didn't even know it, there was a pizza shop there, and we went in there. We saw Chicago style deep dish pizza on the menu. We were like, okay, let's it's, get a pizza. It's make or break. We're getting it now. And you have to we get the, the whole pizza. And we did. We yeah. got. We had a whole. We actually didn't even finish the whole thing. It was a no, lot. No, it's it, it is because I actually watched the whole video. It's a on, lot of bread. Yeah. In so that pizza. it's a big crust, but then they layer everything on top of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's thick. That shit is thick. And it's messy. Mm-hmm. But it was so good. It was, listen, not, it wasn't New York style. I still prefer New York style. But Chicago pizza can hold its own. It's really There's a few places. Good. I wish, like, if you guys were going to be there for longer and had a car or a way of getting around, like, I would have told you some of the places that I saw on, like, youtube that came up constantly and most when i was learning about chicago with most of those places group. are kind of near where the bean was yeah and we didn't really have any time to go over there yeah which was unfortunate maybe next i wanted time. to just give it a little flick you're ridiculous maybe next time when we go we'll go i'll have to go back because i've always wanted to go to chicago um so for no reason honestly so um so we had our we had de- we had our deep dish pizza and thing was like it was right next door to the arena so it just was perfect. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there was no, like everything was right there. There was, the, there was a crowd there, but it was like, it was like a wrestling crowd, you know, because right. there were people walking around for the event. Um, the event was great. Our seats were phenomenal. I have a, you know, took a bunch of pictures and stuff. Um, I won't bore you with the wrestling part, but I will say this. I am cemented in wrestling history. Yep. Me personally. Well, for two things, wasn't it like a five star? Well, yeah. So, so, um, so we were kind of, we were kind of, me and Max were a little upset because you know, Hell in a Cell, they usually have multiple cell matches. Like, there's usually like at least two matches, but this only had one Hell in a Cell match. Which is and weird. And I was like, okay, I was like, it, uh, fine. You were also disappointed because it wasn't Bray White. Well, that's another thing. So, Bray Wyatt. So. All right, I guess I will get into wrestling a little bit here, just, okay? Just so quickly. Just very briefly. So Bray Wyatt is one of my favorite wrestlers of all mm-hmm. time. I love Bray I loved him in the ring. I loved him when he was the Eater of Worlds. I loved The Fiend. I just loved how he was in the ring. He had such good ring awareness. He's a good wrestler, great moveset. He was just a great guy in the ring. He was, he was let go by WWE. Um, it had like a year ago at this yeah. point. Like it was a while ago. Yeah. Well, so, like I said before, we had these tickets for months, mm-hmm. right? With, and there was no, like, when we bought these tickets, there were no booked matches for the show. Like, it was way out there to the point where we had no idea what who was going to perform right. or what. Um, I think it was, like, a day or like two or three days before the event, WWE, um, there was, like, the rumor mill started where uh, Wyndham Rotunda is the name of, like, his real name, Wyndham Rotunda. That's really his name? Yeah. So That's Bray Wyatt's name. Yeah, that's his real name. The name the name Bray Wyatt is... Interesting name. Yeah. The name Bray Wyatt is owned by WWE. So two or three... It was like three days before the event of Hell in a Cell. Wyndham Rotunda changed his name on Twitter 
to Wyatt. So there were a lot of people like, because everyone knows that that's owned by WWE. So everyone was speculating, well, he's going to make his return. He's going to make his return. Then he started posting these tweets, like uh, these really cryptic, like, you know, be patient. You know, the time is coming, you know, soon or something like that. So Mike's getting all hyped up. So I was started hyperventilating, like, holy shit, like, what are the odds? What are the odds that I bought these tickets months in advance, and I'm going to be at this event, and he's going to return, and I'm there in person? Like, what are the fucking odds of that? And I'm I'm freaking out. Max is, uh, you know, I, I'm texting Max. We ended up uh, becoming friends with this dude that we were sitting with at the event. Really chill dude. I don't even know. We, didn't, we never even got his name. We were just talking wrestling with him the whole time. But I told him about it, and he was like, man, that's fucking crazy. Like, what are the odds of that? So I was, like, excited. Like, the whole event, the entire event, which was a great event, by the way. Spoiler alert. It wasn't Bray Wyatt. Anyway, so the whole event, right, I'm thinking to myself, like, please, like, I need, like, the lights to malfunction. I just need them to malfunction. Because how Bray Wyatt used to come out, the lights would go out. Mm. and he would like come out you know stuff like that I, I just need the lights to go out please at some point didn't happen didn't happen next match didn't happen next match didn't happen it, it just, didn't happen at all yeah it didn't ha- it ended up not happening at all but the match card was great all the matches were good uh-huh. the crowd was great the main event was the hell in a cell match between cody rhodes and seth rollins mm-hmm. mm, seth rollins they put on <laughs> They Don't put like on a anyway. show, and we were there. It it was rated afterwards as a five star match, which hasn't been done in WWE since I think it was 2012. Yeah. So you were there for that. We were there for the first five star <laughs> match since 2012, but I'm cemented in history in WWE because there's a point in the match where Seth Rollins hits a stomp <laughs> on Cody Rhodes, and they. Go to replay, but when you come back, you hear a This Is Awesome chant. This is awesome. Right? You hear that chant. I started that fucking chant, and you can hear it, and it's it's cemented in history. Five-star match, I started a This Is Awesome chant in the WWE universe. I'm good now. I'm I'm in WWE. I'm I'm collecting June a paycheck 5th, now. 2022. Yes, I am cemented in history. As a this is awesome chant starter in the WWE universe. Mike and the, is very happy about that. What pisses me off about wrestling fans is that there are certain like the this is awesome chant is a that's not just a chant that just happens. Like that's supposed to be a chant for the for the universe to do when it's literally awesome. Like the match is great. Like everyone's right. involved. People abuse it, but I was the one who started that shit during a five star match. I'm cemented. I'm in Mike there. Mike is very excited. I'm in there. That. Vince. Oh, well, well, it's not Vince anymore. Vince is out of CEO because this whole shit. Stephanie, listen, hire me. Triple <laughs> H, listen, I'm here. All right? <laughs> Something else. Pay me to go in the crowd, man. I got you. I will start proper chance. Proper chance. Let's make WWE Universe great again. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. I'm done with you. Just saying. And I had a, you know, a lot of people around me when I, you know, because I was the first one. I was the first one to start chanting that, and I got the whole oh crowd God. involved. Hey, listen, this is a, listen, this is a big thing for me. Okay, this is a big deal. Okay, don't don't give me that look. 
<laughs> really? 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 Because I've heard it already. <laughs> I know you did, but they haven't. And so. I watched it on TV. Yeah, you did. And guess what you heard? This <laughs> is awesome. Yes. Yes, so. you did. The next day, yeah. um, Mike and Max went to the airport and originally their gates were near each other but then max's gate changed so they separated in the airport and mike was supposed to get on the plane i don't even know for something and uh he wasn't on the plane at that point and i was like and he said the plane wasn't even at his gate so i was supposed to board i Ugh. think it was like 4 10 yeah that i was supposed to and max like, was like 4 or 5 or something i was supposed to take off at like 4 10 it was like 4.30 something, and there was not even a fucking plane in the gate. And I was like, all right, well, I guess let me know when you get there and they didn't you get change, on the plane. They didn't change gates. I know. Like, usually if something like that happens, they'll change everything. the gate. Nope. Nope. It was weird. Nothing was being said. It still said on time, which obviously it's it not, not fucking on. It wasn't, it wasn't on fucking time. on time. You're so like an hour, uh, there were like a lot of people there. Later. There were a lot of people at that gate just like, what the fuck are we doing? Like. You know, what do we... And then the plane showed up. No one got off it. Which is so weird. No one got off that plane. It was like... It's so weird. I, I, don't, I, I don't know how... I don't know how that works. Because I know how planes... You pick passengers up. You right. fly to the airport. You drop I mean, them maybe off. They then d- pick up passengers. Yeah, but maybe they dropped them off at a different gate. Maybe. I Honestly, that might have been it. I don't know. And then they were trying to taxi over, but they... I don't know. I don't. But it was a good. It was, it was a good a like forty-five minutes before a plane showed up. Forty-five yeah. minutes after we were supposed to take off, a plane finally showed up. But he's so, back. He's yeah. here. Chicago overall, it was just like, just like how easy the trip was. Like there was no rushing. We had an amazing game, amazing Cubs game at Wrigley Field for the first time. Mm-hmm. Hell in a Cell was fantastic. Um, it getting, sounds like you had a really good time getting tattooed and being able to hang out with Max, you know, cause New York. He lives in New York. Blah blah. blah. That was like <laughs> it was like blah blah. blah blah blah. That was easily in my top five weekends. I had so much fun, and it was it was just a lot. You didn't of, have a top five weekend at Magnolia. I'm just kidding. That was a lot of fun too. That we trip had was fun. Fucking so much fun. That that we'll, was during Christmas we'll time that. too. That was we'll a lot save of fun. that story for another time because um I want to switch gears here. But but yeah, that was we'll my that was my talk about that, that was my time in Chicago. Shout out to Max. I mean, I him, him and I had such guard. a blast. I was so mad at Magnolia. That one, the one night we went, and I wanted to like yeah. argue with the fucking security guard because he was yelling at me taking pictures and not getting out i was like well nobody fucking told me whatever i still stood and took pictures because i didn't give a fuck it was my fucking birthday yeah (laughs) and i was gonna fucking enjoy every second um so yes so yeah so that was mike's chicago trip you know and that's why we definitely didn't have a show that weekend with the fact that I also didn't have someone to do the show with. And I'm pretty sure you guys didn't want to listen to me just talking to the dog the whole time. I sure as hell don't. Thanks for that. I do that every day. Well, you're you're welcome, Mike. This is awesome. Anyways. So Mike and I were sitting and talking and we're like, what are we going to talk about? And then Mike was like, concerts and i was like what do you mean and he's like the concerts that we've been to and i was like we've actually been to some really fucking great concerts bangers yeah 
I kind of want to start with one specifically because it was like a dream to be there. Actually, I mean, I've been to a lot of fucking concerts with you. A lot of concerts in general, but with you that were... I don't think we went to one bad fucking concert. Together. Um, no, no. Together we have. I've been, been to some shitty concerts, but never with you. Yeah. I don't think I've been, been to any shitty concerts. So, Mike and I went to... Bethel Woods. Mm-hmm. Up in Woodstock. Yep. And we purposely went there because Mike and I are both fans of Def Leppard. But we are huge Sticks fans. Huge. And I love Sticks. So do I. And Timeless the fans. fact that I got to see them in concert. Ugh. So it was a Sticks, Def Leppard, and Tesla concert. Which is the only regret I have taking you to that concert because I saw, I went to a concert with with uh, one of my ex girlfriends and her family. We I saw Def Leppard already and Styx perform together, but it was Foreigner. Ooh. And Foreigner like Tesla has one good song. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, you know the song. Yeah, you already know yeah. the song. Um, but it's, for, lo- it's called Love Song. Foreigner has all kinds of like that show was great because it was Foreigner instead of Tesla. But when I went to the show with you at Bethel Woods, mm-hmm. Foreigner and Sticks, I mean Tesla was great. Don't get me wrong; they were great. I had a great time at that concert. I don't but know what you're For- talking about. Foreigner and Sticks were so much better in Bethel Woods because I think I saw them at PNC. If I'm not mistaken, I can't remember. That was a while ago. You mean Def Leppard and Sticks? Def Leppard and Sticks. You said Foreigner and Sticks. Well, for well, okay, it was I'm not wrong, but anyway. I still think I think I think I saw them at PNC and they were great, but it wasn't it wasn't Bethel Woods great. Like they, like Bethel Woods, we you were per, rocking. You perform out. at Bethel Woods, like you're. We were rocking out. I've been at a couple of concerts at Bethel Woods. I went to a Tim McGraw concert there. In Bethel Woods. Yeah. That must have been a lot. Did of Did I tell you about that? Uh, so he had. Broken, I know you've he seen broke him. his foot. Like two days or the day before, and he was like, "Well, I'm still doing it." So he's in a boot. Mind you, I'm literally at the the stand where there's beer, getting a beer. And I look up, and who's walking out on the stage right in front of me? Tim McGraw. And I almost passed out on the ground because I was, like, within, like, 10 to 15 feet of him. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God, it's Tim McGraw. Now, I like country music. I know you're not a huge fan of it, but Tim, it's Tim fucking McGraw. Like I I know who Tim McGraw is. I know what? he's a big. I fucking also deal. saw Darius Rucker there. I love Darius Rucker. He was at the same concert. You know that he I came out singing Hootie and the Blowfish songs. And I was, was just gonna say fucking amazing. I just learned recently, within the last few years, yeah, that Darius Rucker is Hootie. Yep. I had no idea. I he did sang never Hootie and the Blowfish songs, together. and it was it, that concert was fucking mind blowing. I also saw Luke Bryan there. Mm-hmm. The band Perry. And Lady Antebellum. <sighs> I've never been God, to a country so show. Fucking good. I've like, never I been really to a country show. I really want to take you to one. And I wish Luke Holmes was going to be playing in New Orleans again because Carrie Underwood will be there. I've been to her concerts. She puts on a good fucking show. Isn't she in trouble right now? Isn't she going through some shit right now? I don't think so. I don't know. I, I, remember, I thought I read something recently that Carrie Underwood had like some shit accused or something. I don't fucking know. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. Um, but I want to go to a Luke Holmes concert so flippin' bad. 
so bad. But anyways, um, yeah, Tim McGraw walked right out in front of me and looked at me. And I was like, (laughs) I thought I was going to pass out. I was like, holy fucking shit. He's right there. Like, I, I felt like I could touch him. Like, that's how close he was to me. And I was going to pass out. But you didn't, you didn't He's like, a good looking fucking you didn't man. touch him or anything. Like he wasn't close enough. No. You, you couldn't hug him or anything. The bar was like right in, right where he was walking out. So like, I would have <laughs> to be like in the bar to touch him. Right. And although I definitely wanted to do that, I didn't feel like getting kicked out before the show. Like the show was just starting with Tim McGraw. So, what, is, what a story that would be though. What yo, I so, I so badly wanted to fucking do that because I just wanted to touch him. He's, he's a good looking man. And you know what? Faith Hill and him, oh, they're just a beautiful couple, but. Faith Hill is gorgeous. Yeah. I love when they sing together. Oh, sorry, I did adjust in the chair, but yeah, I've been to a couple of concerts up at Bethel, but Def Leppard. That was the first time I was at Bethel Woods for a show. Oh, really? Yeah. I've gone up there for a couple. I've never been there for a show. Oh, they put on good shows up there. Last time I was at Bethel Woods... Um, it wasn't for a show. It was for one of the anniversaries of Woodstock. Oh. And we uh, rode bikes up there. Nice. It's and, a long drive. Uh, that, was when, that was when John John, my Uncle John John was alive. Mm. That was a long time ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. Um, but Bethel Woods, they put on a good show. I mean, the only downside to going to Bethel Woods, one way in, one way out. And that is and parking the is fucking... Nightmare worst parking is a nightmare at any concert like that but the one way in one way out thing to like a country road like it sucks that's the one downside to it but usually how it was in 1969 well especially country concerts all we did was we just sat there out there playing country music and dancing out or dancing around eating food and whatever and we waited for the traffic to die down before we drove that was the best part of it yeah but we made friends in that in the parking lot (laughs) well Def leopard was good um that was the first time i sat in seats for that Mm -hmm. because usually when i go to bethel i sit general admission you could dance all over the place didn't fucking matter the best part about that show was we were sitting next to an older couple Mm -hmm. and the wife kept apologizing for her husband because her husband was drunk and high yep first of all that show was a lot of older people high off their ass oh my god and they were literally sm- we were in outside marinas so they there were was smoking and there you was could see the clouds of smoke everywhere we were surrounded there was a point during that show where we were past you remember we were past uh, a pipe yeah and i was like uh, i'm good thank you uh, yeah <laughs> like what the fuck is going and we, on we, we passed it right and along it, but we looked like the youngest people in that crowd area yeah. right there so i was like what's going on we had good <laughs> seats for that show too like we were like yeah. center we were like center yeah. stage like right on it that was a good fucking show um but yeah, no, it was so funny because the wife, like even throughout the show, like the bands would be playing and all you hear is her going, I'm sorry for him. I'm I know. sorry. It's <laughs> We're like, okay. Yeah, that was fine. That was, but that was honestly like, like they put, they just put everything. I, I feel like Bethel Woods is like so iconic because of Woodstock. Such an awesome when venue. You, when you perform at Bethel Woods, like you go all out. Like that's mm. such a, it's such a, it's an odd venue too. Like it's all outside. It's, it's uh I love it. I love going there. I loved it too. That was that was a it's really alive. a really good show. I saw. Um, speaking Hi. of um, you, you being close, I went to a show. Uh, oh, you stinky boy! 
I went to a show. Um, Sweaty pity. With it was one of my Avenged Sevenfold shows, and I've been to eight of them. I've seen Avenged live eight times. Love that band live. But they played a show with Three Days Grace. Which I'm fucking jealous. <laughs> I've seen Three Days Grace a bunch of times too, because they used to tour with Avenged back. Stop. Years ago. You're making me really upset because I really want to see them in concert. I went to the show with. It was me and my ex-girlfriend at the time. And we went to the show, and um, it was all in... It was an inside show. Like, mm-hmm. we were in an arena. And Three Days Grace came on, and they started singing Riot. You know that song? Mm-hmm. Let's start a riot. You know what I mean? You so, do know that I'm a fan of Three Days Grace, right? So I definitely know what song that is. You know, I asked you with the intention of asking the audience. You don't have to be like <laughs> you all high and mighty you, about it. No, right? but you looked at me like, you know that song, right? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> anyway, he, uh, the lead singer, I forgot his name, but the lead singer went into the crowd during that song. I would have lost so my he mind. Would, Go around. So how it worked was the stage was set up, and then around the stage on the same level, you can walk out onto the um, the area to go into the crowd, like the what's it called the I don't platform. Know, yeah, thing? yeah. Before you go up the stairs, okay, to the section. Um, so he would go out and then go up a section, oh, yeah, come back down, and then go back around, go up, go down, while singing the song. Well, we were in a section. That he was coming up, and I happened to have aisle seats. Seat. So he came up, and he had security guards around him, you know, obviously, of course. But when he got up to me, I gave him a straight bear hug while he was singing Riot. <laughs> and he was sweaty and gross, and I didn't care. I got shoved by a big, giant security guard. <laughs> like, but yeah. Do you want to talk about being close to someone? I gave him a bear hug. That's awesome. And pretty much I got wish I gave Tim McGraw a bear hug. That would have been awesome, too. That was a lot of fun. I did watch him shaking on stage, and I watched Luke Bryan shake his butt on stage, so that was a good time. Um, there was a... Oh, I've been to Z100 Zootopia. That was... That must have been fucking It was back awesome. when Rihanna did Umbrella, and they made it fucking rain on stage, dude. That must have been so dope. It was... Like, it's mind-blowing. Like, it's forever engraved in my brain. Like, it was just... That show was insane. And then I saw... I've, I've gone to a Taylor Swift concert. I took Kristen. Kristen and Mary, my cousins. They were young, and they couldn't drive. So, Aunt Trisha bought us all tickets to go to a Taylor Swift concert. She got us sweet tickets, so it was really actually fucking nice. Um, but... I was a fan of her What before I went to the concert. I was all excited. But it, she she felt like so rehearsed and animated. And I know that they rehearse stuff. But it just felt like fake, I guess. What do you mean? Like it felt like she would like look up at the crowd. And she would like do this little, little smirk. Like, yeah, like idle me. Like look at me. I don't know. It just felt like Acknowledge really. Acknowledge me. It really felt fucking fake. The cool thing about that <laughs> show. Reference. So I didn't really enjoy that part. I did enjoy the music. But I didn't enjoy the kind of like rehearsed fakeness about it. I don't know. Um, I feel like most of those performers that were like pop star performers. Like probably do that like every thing. show. At some she point. She sang teardrops on my guitar. While playing a guitar on a fucking swing in the crowd. And it was the craziest thing. That's crazy. Yeah, it was so it was so fucking. I cool. didn't think T Swift went down like that. Oh yeah, it was amazing. I'm not a fan of her. It was amazing. Um, 
But yeah. But I also went to Jingle Ball. Oh, I'm so jealous. So Kristen's birthday is like a month before mine. So she got it for her birthday and Aunt Trisha treated me also. So Aunt Trisha used to do this a lot. She didn't want to go to the concerts, really. So she would ask if I wanted to go. So I would have to take the kids to go to the concert. And I did. I sure as fuck did. We got a car service to go into the city. It was a fucking awesome. And it was Jingle Ball. Out of all things, it was fucking Jingle Ball. I watched LMFAO fucking dance like lunatics on the stage. Oh, and I watched fucking Pitbull. Pitbull sweat. Mr. 305. He he looked like he was on fucking crack that day. Cause the amount of sweat that was... Co- I know oh, it's yeah, hot he, on stage, he, but holy fuck, that man sweats. He sweats like Cat Williams does. I mean, it, he was, sweats. it was just such a fucking awesome show, though. We had a really good time. Oh, and Lady Gaga was there. I got to see Lady Gaga in the concert, which was... Jealous. I'm, I'm jealous of that. I do. It was I'm a, fucking I'm a Gaga cool. fan. But we've gone to some cool concerts together besides Def Leppard and Styx and Tesla. Mm-hmm. We went to a Metallica concert with your dad. That was in MetLife Stadium. Mm-hmm. And they played with Avenged Sevenfold. Which, which was is my first time seeing them. And Volbeat. And Volbeat. That was a great show. I got a pocket full of burritos. <laughs> even though that's not even that's the That's not the lyrics, but yeah. We were singing it like that for so long. I've got a pocket, pocket full, full of, of burritos. burritos. And the broken kids I've known. It's totally not what they say. And it's actually kind of say. fucked up what they say. But um, Avenged was amazing. I freaked the fuck out. Your dad, your dad's fun to watch at concerts because he's enjoying himself, but he's still in dad mode. He so he's his like, cool. Yeah. He keeps so his cool. So he's just like, like chilling. Bob his head. But Matt, you know. it was me, you, Amanda, and dad in the stands. And Max and Matt went down. Yeah, they had, Remember they when had they, floor. Yeah, and I was like, I found them. They're right there. <laughs> but before the concert started, <laughs> yeah. all the lights were on and it was still light outside. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the crowd was like shuffling in. So you kind of see everyone entering the floor. They were, but we were shining up, their we flashlight. Were, we, were up, we were up pretty high. So we couldn't see faces or nothing. But we saw, you know, two little specks. And they had their, the their, flashlight, their flashlight on and their phone. And I was like, I found them. Yeah. That concert was amazing. That was such a good... I, I've. We that was there, my first and only we, time seeing Metallica live. We met Metallica up with live. Tina there, too. We met... We No, she wasn't with us, but we didn't see her there. Right, in the parking we lot. Met up, we we met up with her yeah, and James. Before we went in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were there, though. But, um, yeah, uh, that was my first and only time seeing Metallica live. It was cool. They were really great. It was really cool, the the graphics and everything that they had on the stage. Sorry. I saw, um, uh, event, like I said, Avenged Sevenfold, I've seen them numerous times. I've seen them at festivals. I've seen them so at shows Avenged, that they headline. Avenged for you is like Breaking Ben for me. Yeah. You've seen I've, them multiple times. I've seen Breaking Benjamin multiple times. I've seen, them, I've seen them only that one Breaking time. Breaking Benjamin, you. fun fact, Breaking Ben was the first concert I ever went to. Mine was Saliva. Nice. But Breaking Ben, here's how that happened. I was in college. I've never been to a concert. Like, like little stuff here and there, but not not like a big concert. So it's the first. Yeah, it was the first weekend because the second weekend I was there, I went home. And that's when that was the same weekend I got my ear pierced and my mom was mad. Anyways, um, that's a whole nother story. But <laughs> oh God. well, because. She didn't want me getting anything like crazy done in the first fucking week. I'm there. I fucking go and get something pierced. And then 
she tried to say to my dad, look what your daughter did. And he's like, well, you did say no piercings except for her ears. So she didn't disobey you. And she was mad that he didn't agree with her. But anyways, <laughs> um, it was great because I got my cartilage pierced and that was literally all it was. It wasn't anything serious, but she was just not happy that I didn't tell her about it. And I just showed up at home trying to hide it. But the first weekend I'm there, they're like, oh, my friend was like, hey, I have an extra ticket to Breaking Bad. I'm like, who the fuck's that? They're like, you don't know who Breaking Bad is? They're from Wilkes-Barre, which I went, I was going to school in Wilkes-Barre at the time. And I was like, all right. So I start looking them up and I start listening to their music. And I'm like, this shit's fucking great. So my friend, I guess his friend had bailed on him. And I was like, well, how much for the ticket? He's like, oh, don't worry about it. So I wound up going to the concert with a few of our friends that like I literally just met like at orientation and then like we all lived in the same area for a week and I'm going to a concert with them. So I go to the concert and it blew my fucking mind. It was the first concert I ever went to like a big major concert and they were playing in their fucking hometown. So you know that they brought it. They fucking brought you the know house brought down. It. I was like in shock after like I didn't even know how to react. And after that I was huge, even more of a big fan you know, once I found out that we were going to go to that, it was literally within the first couple of days of me being there. Like the first two days, they're like, hey, we have a extra ticket for this concert. Do you want to come? So then I started listening to their music consistently for the next couple of days. And I knew everything. Yeah. That was an awesome concert. But Breaking, we've gone to a Breaking Bang concert together. Yeah, they played with Shinedown. And Seven Dust. And Seven Dust. Which Seven, Seven that was my first time seeing Seven Dust. That was like my fourth and that Seven was really good. They're that was, really good. That was when something happened with France because I have pictures of us there. We were in Connecticut for that Mohegan Sun. Yeah. Yeah. That was the Mohegan Sun concert. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they like lit everything up in like the French flag colors. I don't remember what was going on. Something happened, bombing or something. I don't know. They were like in support to like show un- unity or whatever. Um, shine down though. I, they blew me, uh, listen, Breaking Ben always blows me away because I love Breaking Ben. They're one of my favorite bands. One of, we'll get to the other one, but, <laughs> but, um, Shinedown fucking blew me away. That concert, we were driving home. You remember that? We were driving home and the one song I wanted them to play, they didn't play. Amaryllis. Yeah, they didn't play that. And I and was kind of shocked. That's We one of were more singing it ones. in the car on the way home, but it was like, we could close our eyes and be back at that concert. It was just so fucking good that concert was so fucking good um break breaking ben was great and seven dust always great but shine down i feel like brought the house down like it when was so fucking good they didn't play amaryllis which is which was upsetting but they right. played simple man and oh just like it him, was i don't know it was just it was such so a fucking good even though they didn't play the one song that i we really wanted them to play it was just, they played like all the rest of the songs that we wanted to hear. And it was just one amazing concert full of songs and bands that we loved. So that was really good. Um, you you good over there? I'm trying to think of a name of this band. I, go on. I'm so sorry. that was one concert we went to that we loved. We also went to, what else did we go to? We went to Metallica. We went to... The um, 
Breaking Band, Shinedown, Seven Dust. We went to one of the better bands that I've seen live with you. Def Leppard, Sticks. Um, was uh, Flat Five. Oh yeah, we went to a Hard Rock Cafe, and I don't remember most of that. I don't think most of us remember that night except we for the were fact that drinking. We, we took a school bus there. Yeah, and it was. It, there was a lot of us there. We booked the whole school bus. I don't remember the ride back. Um, I don't remember ever lifting my head. On my the cousin ride back. came. My cousin showed up at that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was buying yeah, me margaritas. Yep, yep that's and right. he was buying me margaritas, and I was so flipping. You were, doing, you were doing shots too. Oh, I was. Okay, well, didn't remember that. So I remember <laughs> flat five plane, and then I remember being on the bus, like trying to like hold myself up and not puke. Because I was that drunk. I think we were all pretty fucking fucked. I couldn't lift my head. The only yeah, thing no. I remember about the drive home we was We both that, were like this. Yeah, we were hanging. Yeah, we were hanging onto the seat in front of us with our head down between our knees. Because if we lifted our head at all, we were we were going to chuck. Yeah, and it, it was it so was, bad. Yeah, that was... But it was a great time. And they lost that, which was stupid. Because they had the whole crowd. And even like... There the were band, so many of us The band there. that one came out and they were getting booed. I know. And everyone was screaming for an encore. Like, they were robbed of that. They should have won that. But They definitely should have. Hard Rock Cafe in New York City. That was that was a really fun show. And yeah. And it, it wasn't just them, though. Like, it, like, the other bands were good. Yeah. I mean, they were great. But Flat Five's always... They were always... Those guys I still were listen, always great. I still listen to Flat Five. For those, so of you, Matt- those of you who don't know, my brother Matthew was the drummer of Flat Five. And... Uh, they were just and our sister-in-law's brother was in the band too yep so yep my my yep our, our sister-in-law's brother was one of the guitarists and i grew up i grew up with the keyboard player yep and um his the keyboard player's Sorry. younger brother was the lead singer mm-hmm. and i was oh, in marching band with I the miss, other guitar player i miss it, I miss it all was of just them. it was just it was just such a great group of people and I had I had such a connection with that whole band. Their music was amazing. We've seen them the so many so times. Good. They were so good, and we and went to Mexicali was... in New Jersey. Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, that that's a that great was venue. a lot of fun. It's a great venue. We had a lot of fun there. We've got we've seen Flat Five several times. I have them on. If you guys want to listen to their music, it's on Spotify, but um, and probably iTunes. I think I listen to it on Spotify. It's like in my loop of songs, yeah, so I'll be so like randomly listening, and then too. it'll pop up, and I'm like, "Yes!" Yeah, they pop up for me on on I love shuffle. It. Yeah, I love it. Um, no, but I think <laughs> so. I think that will probably be like the last one that we talk about is when Mike and I went to Warp Tour. Mm-hmm. Now, this was the. Was it the day? No, it wasn't the day after. Was it the day after my cousin's wedding? No. No, but it was close. It was, was, uh, I think, uh, actually. No, it it wasn't. It wasn't. It it might have been the weekend after. Oh. It was right around the same time in July. Mm -hmm. So Warp Tour, where were we? Connecticut? Yeah, we were in Connecticut for that one. And Mike and I were super hyped because there were so many bands playing um what's that ska band with the girl see saving ferris yeah yep. so they were there um american um, uh, american authors was there which didn't even know that they were going to be there black flag was the headliner attila was there 
Oh, Attila, that band. Attila, that shit. Guar. Fuck you up. Yeah. Guar played. Yeah. We didn't see Guar, though, because oh, they played Oh, what's that band time. that plays, like, that pirate music? Oh. We missed them because we were watching a different band play, but... Because there's all these different stages. If you've never been to Warp Tour, it's a fucking festival of rock music, and it is just fucking amazing. I have gone to... Oh, no, I didn't go to another Warp Tour. I went to a Honda Civic Tour. That was for Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy wasn't there for that, unfortunately, no. though. But they had, like, Motionless and White was there, and they had... Um, Are you looking it up? <laughs> yeah, so I have a playlist, actually, um, that I made. There was someone else that was there that was really... There was one guy who was, like, kind of, like... He looked like a vampire, to be honest. I don't remember his name. Adam something. This was back in 2017, so they had... Wow. That was that, it was that long ago? Ailstorm. Oh, that's what it was. Ale, Ale, oh, I'm sorry. Not Black Flag. It was uh, uh, Anti-Flag. Anti-Flag was there, yeah um attila bear tooth oh shit okay so let's get to bear tooth really quick before we get to my favorite band that played so i have never seen bear tooth live mike has never seen them live right no i've never seen okay. them before that so we were hyped it was actually that was the last band that was playing that day we were our, there all fucking day our last night was there well, we couldn't we couldn't go to everything because there were other bands playing. I don't remember them being there for that. It might have been when our, was there. It might have been when our favorite band was playing. But here's the thing: like, they have all these different stages. There's and there's like four or five and, there's like four or five uh, outside stages, and bands perform at the same time. So you have to pick and choose which ones you want to go to. But yeah, and then at a certain point, they stop those. They stop those, and they move everyone into the main stage. Yeah, but Beartooth wasn't on a main stage. No, so Beartooth... Was, there was a couple of stages over there. There was at least three or four over that in that area. So how that day was... So I forgot what bands we saw. We saw Saving Ferris. I know that. We saw... Um, We're not going to talk about the one that we saw because I want to tell them what what I did for our favorite yeah, band. So... Because um, I'm crazy. Actually, Beartooth... Beartooth played the last... They played the they last, were the last stage. Ones, yeah. They were the last band to play on the outside stage before everyone moved into the main stage. No, that was the last one. Everyone from the entire Warp Tour was there. No, Anti-Flag was the last band that oh, played. Oh, maybe we didn't go over there. Maybe we said, let's book it. N- no, we saw Anti-Flag. We did. I'm losing my mind. That was the last band I'm still band traumatized from Beartooth, okay? <laughs> so Beartooth had... I'm not big on so mosh pits, guys. They were the very last band to play on an outside stage. And that's why everyone at this point in the day gathered. At this point in the day, the sun was going. The sun was Thank like God. on its way down. Thank God, because it, it was pretty hot. Fucking hot. It was like five o'clock, right? Yeah. The sun was like going down. You know, five. Oh, because we had like a two-mile walk back, so we tried right. to like leave a little bit earlier. So, um, how those stages? Those stages were all set up outside, but that area there was it wasn't grass. It was like dirt it was like a like dirt a, like a big dirt, dirt area. area and bear since Beartooth was the last band they were the only band performing at that time it was fucking insane so the whole crowd it was a huge massive outside crowd i have a i have a picture of it up um, maybe i'll post it online i might have posted it a while ago you did a while um, ago but they had the craziest pits i've ever seen and because it was like the sun was going down and like everyone was like moving and like because they had a circle pit, and it yep. was a huge, massive right around circle pit. the the sound people. 
and the sound tent. Everyone was kicking up dirt and stuff, and just the way it was, like the light was shining through the dirt, and like Beartrack was killing it on stage. That's not only what happened, Mike. <laughs> They're like, I want to see a mosh pit. So everyone starts running, right? They're all like, but they did like a circular mosh pit. So it started with a few people running around. It wasn't a small one though. Like it was. Wait. So it, they started with a small okay. amount of people. You don't remember that? It started with only a couple of people starting to run around the sound booth. And then more people started to join and more people. And where we were, that was where more people were starting. And I looked at Mike and I was like, I'm not about to fucking get fucked up today. <laughs> I, I lasted all day without ending up in a mosh pit, getting fucked up. I'm not about to have my first time in a mosh pit where everyone's running in a circle and you can't see anything. Classic. Mind you, thank God I brought baby wipes that day because to, in the car because we got back to the car and I moved covered, my sock covered. and it was like I was a different color. I was like, holy shit, I got really tan. We were, it was no, fucking dirt. Dirt. We were dirt. covered head to toe. In all dirt. The, all the parts of us that wasn't clothed, yep, were covered in dirt. Covered. Even our our clothes were like it was just. It was ridic- so gross. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But it was so fucking cool. Like it was just. They put cool. on a really good fucking show. But my our favorite band, that played. Now, mind you. Which was like the reason why we went. The reason why we went. Okay. The backstory to this is I was on Facebook out of all things, and I came across a band covering a Taylor Swift song, but like a metal ver- a metal rock version of it. It was Blank Space. Yep. They blew up after they covered that song. So the, they're called I Prevail, and it, they're literally one of my favorite bands. And I was so excited to see that they were on the roster, and I was like, we need we need to go. We were already kind of planning on, like, thinking about going. But that, can, that sealed the deal for us. Yeah. So we listened to them. We listen to other bands on the way there, but on the way there, we listen to a lot of I Prevail, and we're just singing it, and I'm like, I'm so fucking excited for this. Well, we got wristbands that day because I really wanted to meet them. Yeah, and how, how it works is like while bands are performing, the bands that aren't performing will have booths set up. Right, for their merch, and then they'll have specific times where you can go and get autographs and whatever yeah, meet and greets and stuff so they were much smaller then too like w- way smaller than they are now it was it was their first album yeah that so was the first album we go out. to the merch and we go to the merch booth and we because we bought something we were allowed to get our wristbands to go online to get it signed mm-hmm. um now mind you they were over at their merch booth when we bought not the all stuff. them, not all no, them, but, but Eric most was. of them. Yeah, Eric. Eric yeah. was there. So Eric's one of our favorite band members. I mean, we love the band in general, but Eric, we'll get to why Eric's our favorite. But um, so come to find out that <laughs> they're going to be autographing stuff. They had just autographed like merch for us. We had to buy the merch for them to autograph it at their merch booth. Remember? But we had the wristbands. <laughs> so I was like, well. I'm going back to get something else signed. My genius ass was like, they're going to sign my arm today. Yeah. <laughs> so we get to the booth. It's, we're literally waiting for 20 minutes. They walk from their merch booth over to this tent. And we're we're not that far back on the line. And we walk in. Eric looks at us because weren't you just at our booth getting something signed? And my response was, yeah, but 
you're like our favorite and (laughs) (laughs) like you're like our favorite and i know that i don't know if this is allowed but would you sign my arm and he was like so we're not supposed to but fuck yeah and i was like fuck my god this is amazing it was it was so cool because they they recognized us like they like they were like, like weren't you like weren't you at our earlier booth signing like weren't you i must be that pretty that they remembered me no, just kidding uh, yeah i mean <laughs> i mean the, i was wearing like neon that day the girls were out too it was fucking hot man. it was hot but eric was like fuck yeah and they're like and they all look at each other and he's like no we're signing her arm and i have a picture on twitter and i tagged them and they messaged me after that and they were like, we're so glad you guys came out. We had a great time. And they'll forever remember the fact that they signed my fucking arm. I was the first one that ever asked them to sign a body part. That's what he told me. You also arranged last year on my birthday to have well, Eric I was shout get me to out. But <laughs> Eric is one of our favorite ones from the band. He is what we what I call the screamer of the band. Right? Is that a correct terminology for him? Like he's one of the singers, but he's he does the screaming moments. Yeah, he's the he's the heavier vocalist. There's two vocalists in that band. Mm-hmm. He's the he- he's the heavy vocalist. Yeah. So. I'm always I've I've always been a sucker for frontmen. Yeah. I've always been a sucker for vocalists in bands. So. Well, last year on Mike's birthday, I had reached out to Eric. And I gave him the whole spiel, and he told me how to go about getting his shout out for mike's birthday so i go on to cameo which i had found out from evan and sari what cameo was and i was like i'm i don't even fucking care how much it costs i'm doing it well days go by now mind you i didn't realize that eric he just like spazzed out what the fuck um i didn't realize eric at the time was and I Prevail, they were recording their newest album. So he had, like, no time to spare. Yeah, they were recording trauma. So I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, this is where he told me to go. And, and fucking, he would do a shout-out for Mike. And I'm like, fuck. There goes his birthday present. Now I'm going to have to figure something else out. And I'm like, damn, this sucks. Like, because they give you a certain amount of time for the artist or actor or whoever, the, the celebrity, to fulfill that yeah. order. So it's literally... The day of Mike's birthday, right? It was the day, yeah, because that was the day, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the day of your birthday. While you were at work, I get a notification from Eric saying that he finished it and sent it. And I was (laughs) flipping out because it was his birthday. Mike had to work. And I thought his present was done. Like, I was like, shit. Like, now I have to think of something else. And this was like the coolest fucking present Sure enough, Eric came through. It was fucking dope. dope. And he gave Mike, he was like laughing because he shouted out Moner Nation. Yeah. And he, I made it, I asked <laughs> yeah. him to scream happy birthday, Mike, to him. And he did it. And Eric is just amazing. The whole band is just amazing. But they're now like touring the world. We were supposed to go to their concert. Actually, now they're recording the, a new album. I know, Because they just excited. came out with a new single. And it's heavy. Yeah, it's... Oh, it's I'm so excited. Yeah. I know. The song, the people song, the song's people called, who know me probably don't think I listen to like heavy metal music, but... The new single's called Body Bag. I think it's pretty fucking yeah, I'm, heavy. I'm so fucking excited. But we were supposed to... Okay, so after that concert, like we followed them 
we followed them along like their journey and whatever and they started to blow the fuck up and yeah they're one of the more popular bands now yeah yeah so we got hyped we were talking to max and we had planned on going to the i prevail concert in may of 2020 mm-hmm. well cue in fucking covid i think everyone knows everyone knows where this is going and concert gets canceled and i was fucking so upset so fucking upset because i so badly wanted to go to that concert we haven't seen them since i haven't seen them live since and i've been itching for it and every time i look it up like it's not nearby or they're touring the world now so i'm just waiting just waiting for my moment because i will fucking go to that concert i think um i need to be on the floor we need yeah i I need tickets for that when we saw them at warp tour we were we were pretty close but yeah, we, we weren't were, like, okay, so the we mosh, were center stage. Like the that. floor and mosh pit was like right in front of us. Yeah, but we and were And we were seats. like two rows yeah. back. We were from that. close to that, yeah. Oh, that was a fucking awesome what concert. What a show. But the they, best, the they best part about that what? Was, was after you got your arm signed by them. I was we, freaking we, out. We met Anti-Flag. And we there's a picture of us with the band <laughs> And Crystal's flexing the signatures from I Prevail in the picture. <laughs> and I, I really wanted them to sign my boobs, but I didn't want to be like totally inappropriate. So I had them sign my arm. I don't know if they would have done the boobs thing. I know. I which think, is unfortunate, but I, I think, that would have been really I don't cool. think Eric would have had a problem with it. You should have gotten a tattoo of that. I know. I thought about it. I still have a picture of it, though. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> it's just so fucking about to cool. go to tat cave in chicago <laughs> but oh so that concert by the way that originally got canceled that we were all supposed to go to together and that we were hyped about going to in may got rescheduled for october but then there was another wave of covid so they had to push it off again so we never got the opportunity to see them again i was in texas wasn't I in Texas for that? Yeah, but they also weren't playing. They they there was another wave of COVID, so they weren't still weren't doing like concerts mm. and stuff. Yeah. So it was just like so it was so sad. And then things started opening back up and now they're doing their world tour. Well they were, and now they're recording their, their I can't next wait album. for them. I can't wait for the and album. I'm so excited. And the next time I find out that they're fucking touring, we're fucking going. I don't care where it is. Um I'm already requesting that we go to Notfest. I need to see Slipknot. I have not seen Slipknot live. They are playing with um, two other bands that I love, Crown the Empire and Motionless uh, uh, Ice Nine Kills. Sounds like I'm going to be very scared the whole time. They're going to be in Dallas. <laughs> I'm a good sport. I we am should a go good... to the Dallas show. I'm a good sport about stuff, but when it gets really heavy, then I get nervous. I am prepared to make that... Doing? I want to make that drive and go to that show. I need to see Slipknot live. We, we will talk about it off the air. All right. <laughs> I need everyone listening to rally around this. Get no, Mike. it's just that it has to be a discussion before we, we go and be like, yeah, we're going. Like, Get Mike I have to, worry to about a him. Slipknot show. I have to worry about this guy right here. He's so handsome. Oh, we have plenty of neighbors who love him so much. I know. But... That was our spiel on concerts today, and that's all I got for you. That's all I had. I mean, I think our concert stories are fun. We'll have, I'm sure we'll have, like, now that everything is open back up, you know, and we'll not, like... I want to take you to a country concert. I've never been to a country show. I will take you to one that you would actually enjoy, though. 
Like, I think you would like Luke Holmes. I would. Um, Darius Rucker I'm a fan of, for sure. I don't know if he's touring. I don't know. I don't know who's touring or what. Rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. That's his country music. mama, any way you feel. Hey, see, he knows. Hey, mama. I want to go to the one. (laughs) My truck. That's my truck. (laughs) (laughs) Mike would enjoy every second of that. Don't touch my truck. (laughs) Ye fucking ha. No, Luke Holmes you like. Mm-hmm. I do like Luke Beer Holmes. Beer never broke my heart. Mm-hmm. I think you would enjoy that concert. I would probably, you know what, honestly, I, lo- I love concert settings. You know, any any show, I'm a, I am I just love the setting of a concert. It's just Country electric. concerts are fun. They're a lot of fun. I, I bet Ooh, they are. There's probably a lo- you know good we, crowd that goes to If we to that. move to Tennessee, they have Country Music Festival. Mm-hmm. Like well, Tennessee, that's a big in Nashville. Like, what? We're going to that. I would go. I would go without you. Actually, I'd go by myself. Don't be that person. I would. I would go by myself if you didn't want to go with me. I'm sure I would go with you. It's a lot of fun. It's a it's a festival. Like, how could it not be fun? I would love to. My I've been. To, just went I've to been. That. Listen, I've been to. Um, I've been to some crazy festivals. Mm. Uh, I. Did I ever tell you about the Honda Civic tour? Or the no. Honda Civic thing? No, I don't think so. So it was Fall Out Boy was the main header, which they're Dope. like fanboy, like jumped in the Long Island Sound. No joke. After what? he, one of them threw their fucking guitar in the water and he jumped in after it. It was planned. There was a, there was a boat out there to get him, but he literally just jumped in the sound and got the guitar. They also came out in the middle of the fucking crowd. Like it was an insanity thing. Pipple was there out of all things, which is so fucking weird. Weird. I feel like he shows up to like a lot of events that I've been at. <laughs> um, Travis Barker. When he was just him, not Blink-182. So that was interesting. That's, that's cool. And there were a lot of like smaller bands and whatever, but it was it was a weird, it, it was a little weird. But Fall Out Boy was amazing. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I lost my voice for... Probably a week when I was screaming to Fall Out Boy. Yeah, I, I mean, F- Fall Out Fall Out Boy is a band that you lose your voice on. I for I sure. for sure lost my voice. Um, Crystal, uh, I don't. What's the deal with uh, uh, Sir Elton John? Is he done? I think one of his last concerts might have been New Orleans, but I don't remember. Damn. I really want to see Billy Joel. You know that Billy Joel said. That he will continue. Everyone's like, oh, it's his last one. He'll continue as long as people keep buying. Billy, Isn't that fucking crazy? I want to go back to New York just to go. Billy Joel will be playing Madison Square Garden as on skeleton. his deathbed. Yeah. I want I want to go sure. see him one time. His tickets are so expensive, but They're I want so pricey. I want to go so bad. If you're going to see Billy Joel, though, you have, you, um, there's nowhere else to see him but MSG. Well, that's where he's only playing now. He's only playing. Oh, really? It. Yeah. Oh, he's just exclusive MSG. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought his like, concert. I'm almost positive that his concerts are only at he, MSG. I thought he performs in like Vegas and stuff too. Like, I don't think so. I'm gonna look no? it up. I don't think so. Oh. Don't touch my truck. I would. I would love to. I, I would. I listen. There are so many people that I would like to see, but. Is he on tour? Nuh-uh. Oh. Oh. He's not. He doesn't go very far. 
Notre Dame. Oh, he's in Indiana. Next weekend. Indiana. Indiana. Um, Madison's Madison Square. He said, <laughs> "What?" Madigans. Madigans. Fuck you, Mike. Fuck you, just. Fuck you. You you think I wouldn't? Mags is We're not skipping over that, okay? Magdigans. Maskedins. Okay, so basically, some of these were rescheduled from 2020, which is the reason he's doing those. Oh, he's in Pittsburgh at the PNC Park. I love Pittsburgh. But he said, he had said, like, he, he will continue to play as long as people are buying tickets that's gonna be like look at all these concerts that's gonna be until he croaks people will sell his shit out i mean there's most of them are getting there like november 23rd at madison square garden tickets are going fast almost sold out well yeah it's msg billy billy joel plays his best shows at msg everyone everyone knows that i would just love to be a fly on that i was invited to one of his shows at msg once but I was not able to go. Why? I forgot why. I just wasn't able to go. And I forgot I lied who invited to you. me. It was a while ago. I lied to you. Elton John is still playing. Holy shit. Detroit. 19 tickets remaining in New Jersey. It's wow. It's a little bit funny. Mike is a huge Elton John fan. He's feeling inside. I'm trying to see if he's going to be anywhere near us. He's going to be in Chicago. In August, August is going to be a crazy month. We can't do that. Oh, shit. South Carolina. Chicago. South Carolina, September 13th. It's a Tuesday. What kind of fucking concert? Who the fuck plays on a Tuesday? It's too close to Slipknot. <sighs> anyways. Don't anyways me. I want to go to North Carolina. Carolina. Georgia. Atlanta. Georgia. September 22nd. Washington, Arlington, Nashville. Nashville's not that bad. It would be around our anniversary. Our dating anniversary, not our wedding anniversary. Yeah. But, ooh, San Antonio. Go visit Grandma. Houston. He's going to be in Houston. The fuck? He doesn't come to Louisiana? The fuck? No one comes to Louisiana. Luke Holmes does. Just saying. I'm going to look him up now. Well. But anyways. He's going to be in Louisville. Louisville. (laughs) He's going to be there. I'm trying to find. (laughs) He's going to be in Atlanta, Georgia on July 30th. (laughs) That's not that far of a drive, is it? (laughs) Atlanta? It's not that bad. It is pretty far. Fuck. That's pretty far. It is. It's not that close. Um... He's going to be at the KFC Yum Center. Like, I want to go. It's actually on Gabriel's birthday. Is it? Yeah. It's funny. Gabriel, we came here for your birthday and to see Luke Holmes. Can you imagine? But anyways, I'm trying to figure it. That's in Uncastville. Mohegan Sun. He already played New Orleans, so I don't think he's coming back here. Not for a while, at least. That's upsetting. Because I really wanted to go, but, you know, so many restrictions on everything. But that's all I had for you today. I didn't have much else. I'm hungry. Let's have dinner. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So uh, let's rally. Um, let's get Mike to a Slipknot show. 
I didn't say you Figure couldn't. I said just let's have a conversation. By the way, no, you're not into it. Next, I can, I'll. You know what I'll do? I'll make you happy. On the 28th of this month, only murderers in the building is coming back. Oh, so, you're welcome. Such an underrated show. It's so fucking that good. If you guys haven't not, seen it, go watch the first season. It's not season. getting the recognition it deserves. No, it really. It, it's so funny. Steve Martin. Oh my God. Selena so Gomez funny. is in Selena it. Gomez. Like it's so Just, good. It's so good. Martin Short. I really feel like we need to go to an LSU and uh, Florida State game. Well, LSU is playing Bama in LSU. I know. I kind of want to go to that. I think we should get tickets the moment they go on sale. We need to be at that. We need to be at that game. It's going to be fucking crazy. I really think Matt should come in for that. (laughs) Our friend Matt should come in for that He's such a Bama fan. Game. That's dangerous, man. Chris Stapleton's coming to New Orleans. Okay. I don't know who that is. Please I'll, end this podcast so I can I'll, punch you in the nose. Maybe I'll know him by the songs. I just don't. Are you fucking serious right now, them, Mike? I don't know them by face. Hey, Mike. Who sings Tennessee Whiskey? Oh, well, that fucking guy. Chris Stapleton. That guy. Okay. <laughs> See, it's get up. End the podcast. That's now. the only We're song, done. though. That's We're the done. only song. <laughs> We're done. We're done. We're done. Goodbye, guys. I love you all. No, listen. Thank uh, you for joining. Thank you for listening. Um, My husband. (laughs) Apparently, I'm a piece of shit. You fucking listen to that song all the time. You don't know it's Chris Stapleton. I do listen to that song, but at the same time, I like the song. I didn't know it was fucking. I don't know the name who sings that song. I'm not a country. I need to go and jump off the balcony now. So please, (laughs) please end the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Quick shout out before we end. I just want to shout out Josh Kane. I want to shout out Josh Kane, um, of course, our sponsor and driver of the number 38 Tubers in a Pod Ford. Uh, he had a race. The other day, and we got to watch. The other day, we watched it, and uh, his uh, steering wheel died on him. So, uh, that was so He was like, oh, man. And we're yeah. like, dude, it's totally fine. We're so happy we got to see race. I was so excited we to see really the race excited. and stuff. So, yeah. um, and it was he, so nice. He was doing well until that happened. Yeah. So, I mean... And it's just like normal racing, you know, shit happens like that. You know, you can't really, you know, just move on to the next one. But uh, things happen. Um, shout out to Josh Kane, of course, our one of our main sponsors. And um, excuse me, just just like just like a, um, just shout out to the New York Rangers going down. I don't want to talk about you it. Know. Can you just fucking end the misery right now? I don't want to talk about these things. Chris Stapleton was the straw, huh? That was the straw no, that broke your back? the fact that you just talked about the Rangers. Like, hello, can we go? I need to eat something. <laughs> Cry. So, guys, thank so you close. for tuning in. We are, we are, uh, we don't plan on um, skipping We plan on skipping shows. the next five weeks. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> We'd have an uproar of people texting us. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. Like, we had, we had so many new listeners yeah. that we thought were listening, but... They, I guess they just didn't like get, but we had like a string of like, holy shit. Like I just, you have a show like, yeah. and then every, and then, and then they all of a sudden, like, like yeah, it. it was just blowing up. Like our listens went up so much. So and my cousin's husband listens and he was like, um, so I, I don't care what I just walked, what conversation I just walked in on, but I would like to know why I didn't have a podcast to listen to while I mowed the lawn this time, <laughs> this week. Like that's kind of messed up. And um, I listened to it with the headphones that you bought me for Christmas, and I started laughing, and I'm like, okay. And he was like, and I didn't have them. I didn't have anything to listen to. The funniest thing that happened this past week about our show was I got 
a couple weeks ago I told a story about my creepiest thing I got caught doing. <laughs> and the and my friends that were involved texted me and was and like me. you did not And me and me. You did we not tell the story. You did not tell that story. I was like of course I did. That was crazy. They're like man that I would like to I would like you to know that it wasn't me who initiated it and I just started yeah. laughing and I'm like, Oh my god, this is great. Because I didn't give names, I wasn't specific. No, no not at all. But and like, we're still not going to. We're still not just, going to. But but man, it was it was, really it was too fun. it was out of nowhere. It was like you did not tell that <laughs> fucking story. <laughs> they were so not happy about that, but it was so funny. It was so funny. It was great. Um <laughs> But thank you for watching. We are Thank you we for are, listening. We are for listening. <laughs> Maybe I need to eat. We both need to eat. Um, We're both tired. I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you, Crystal and Graham. And I appreciate, I appreciate you the too, world. Babe. And I appreciate life and Hell in a Cell. And this oh. is awesome. Oh, my God. Why? Let me have this. this is, I'm this letting is you like have nice. it, but this is a, can we just like, I'm hungry. <laughs> All right. We didn't eat dinner yet, and I'm starving. I am so in love with you. I'm so in love with you.